Hoyas. I'm Abby Paul. I'm Malia Way. I'm Jackson Bohannon. And I'm Caleb Worcester. And you're tuning in to Today in 10. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the choir program and the concert they just had and a little bit about their choir council that they have. I had the opportunity of interviewing Blake Dwelly, who is the president of the choir council. Yeah, and I got to interview Sophie and Owen, who are in uh, first and second period, and kind of about their experience as leaders in those classes. So let's take a look at that. Choir council is basically uh, a group of people. Um, some of them are elected from choir and some of them are chosen by a director. And what they do is they basically help run social events, help basically make the co- director's job much easier. <laughs> um, we meet up about once every month to like discuss things and plan things that are going on. We have a meeting next week for us to plan a Halloween social that we're doing. And it's a very enjoyable experience. So the president is, it's one of the elected positions. And so last year I basically had to run, I guess some, a lot of people liked me or something. So they voted for me. What my position is, is I just kind of do whatever the director really needs. And sometimes I'm used as like kind of a face of the choir program or like a, a good way to give like PR, especially people who are coming in as middle schoolers or inco- incoming freshmen. Yeah, so we have um, a bunch of other positions I have to think through this. There's president, uh, which is me. There's vice president, who is um, Geo Gardner. They basically do the exact same thing I do. The next spot is secretary, which is held by Kelso Taylor. What they do is they run a bunch of the logistical things. So they make a lot of like polls if they need to sign up for like food. We have a point system because we have varsity letters somehow. They're the ones who are in track of all of that, which is sometimes a pain, but we appreciate it. Treasurer, who runs a lot of the money. Two librarians, who run this big music library of around a thousand pieces. It's very tedious work. It's ran by Ali Gospoderic and Mara Potvin. And then we have Uniform Chair, who does all of like the uniform stuff, making sure we all look good. And usually the guys don't look very good, so that's very important. We have Historian, who runs the social media, um, Instagram, TikTok, all that kind of thing. It's Harrison Choir, if you want to follow it. Uh, that's ran by Aaron Young. That's all the positions. Um, and then there's also other positions. There. So some people that are chosen by Skydama uh, after people are elected. It's kind of like an introduction to choir or council. So we have uh, class representatives, which the name kind of explains itself. They represent their period. So like we have Owen Wong, for example, he is the representative of the beginning choir class. And then we have section leaders, which there are a lot of, who just help run rehearsals and sectionals if we ever need to do that. And there's a lot of them and they're all very good. So yeah, it's very helpful to just have a lot of people who kind of know what they're doing and can help out. Yes, our last concert was October 6th. It was a much different concert because uh, it was actually not at the pack this time. It was at a church, St. James Episcopal Church, and we did a lot of organ. That was what it was like really cool yeah, about it. It was like a huge pipe organ. Yeah, it was a huge pipe organ. Yeah. It was really fun to do a bunch of music that we usually don't do mm-hmm. because we don't have an organ in the pack. <laughs> Oh, it was, that concert was so loud. It, as you can tell, my voice feels a little <laughs> a little scratchy after it. If you want to go, our next concert is going to be um, in early December. If you ever just come by the choir room and ask, we'll have the data. My class, we sang four pieces. We sang a lot of 
spiritual stuff. We sang a piece called Veni Sancte Spiritus. It was a fast Latin piece by the guy's name is Laudison. Very short, very quick. It's a good little like opener. The next piece we did was called Let the People Praise Thee, O God by William Matthias. That piece was really fun. When we first got it, we thought it was basically impossible because we tried doing it on solfege to learn it, but it's so weird and it was so like out that we were like, it just doesn't work. So we just kind of had to wing it and we made it very slowly through the piece, very slowly. But that piece turned out very great. The next piece we did was called Seek Him That Maketh the Seven Stars by Jonathan Dove. It was a very stark contrast from the rest of the stuff we did because everything else was very fast, very bouncy. But that one was like super slow, super like long. It was about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that piece is very, very fun. It's most people's favorite because it gets very quiet and very loud very quickly. That was one of the first pieces where the organ really like just shot out and like played real loud all the time. And it was super fun organ player hated it because some of the stuff was like impossible so she was like yeah no uh do not go faster than what you told me to do because i cannot play faster than this she was mad sorry catherine we love you and then the last piece we did was a piece i conducted it was a piece called who will be a witness it was uh spiritual and it was arranged by a composer atlanta-based composer joel thompson i gotta meet him before i uh performed it which was really fun that's awesome yeah and he was like Oh, you're performing one of my pieces? Uh, That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, he was really sweet. I got to see him perform one of his pieces at the Atlanta Symphony. He just was like right outside after the concert was over, just like sitting there. I was like, oh, hey, hi. And I was like, I go to this high school. We're teaching your piece. It's yeah, you're like my favorite person. Conducting was really fun. It's very much a different thing because in singing, you can definitely like pause. You know, if like you're like tired or you mess up or anything like that. In conducting, if I like pause at all, they're going to think I slowed down. So then everything just kind of like falls apart. So you really have to be like really focused even more so in, in conducting and really have to like pay attention and listen to what they're doing. A lot of the stuff I had to do was like, this stuff isn't kind of how I want it. So if like I wanted it quieter, I would like say quiet down or like if I want a taller vowel, I'd like mimic that while also keeping the beat it's like spinning a bunch of plates at once but it's it's definitely worth it and it was it was very enjoyable so yeah that's kind of what our choir program is based off of there's a lot going on but it's it's very fun and very involved so our next concert um it's going to be in early december if you check the harrison choir instagram that's at harrison choir there will be a post about it when it's coming up it will be at the performing arts center i know the time will be at seven because it always is and we'll have uh, an extravaganza thing that will be a paid event with orchestra and band in the gym. Our concert's free though, and so you should go to ours though. Um, uh, I typically either sing uh, bass or sometimes bare uh, tenor. Usually just like see if there's anything anybody wants to be told to the choir council during the meetings. Just a bunch of um, people that are like helping run everything with when it comes to like the social events and planning. We just typically rehearse a lot. Um, uh, some We've had one after school uh, rehearsal at the church that we're performing at. Um, normally we start with stretching and then uh, do some warm-ups and then sometimes sight read and then uh, start rehearsing whatever pieces we're working on. I have been in choir since 
fifth grade, which is like like eight years. So I'm a section leader for um, the chamber choir here, which just means like whenever we practice as a section rather than the whole choir, I kind of monitor that, make sure that my section is on track and that we know what's going on, that we get all our notes right, and that we all have everything that we need to have marked in our music. But that's for chamber choir. And then for the select chorale, second period choir, I'm a student conductor, which means that occasionally if Miss Skydema is out, I get to kind of lead the whole class. We run our pieces and I have a piece that I'm going to teach them and then conduct for the winter concert. So yeah, that's kind of my role in um, the choir program as a whole. <laughs> Typically, I, s I spend like three quarters of my day in here because my first period is an online class. So I spend a lot of time in here and I spend a lot of time helping out Miss Skydema. Yeah, I do a lot of singing since I'm in second and third period choir. So I have to make sure that I'm eating well and hydrating because with singing comes a lot of exhaustion from singing so much. So I have to make sure I'm doing all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I prepared by just making sure I really knew my music. This week I spent a lot of time trying to memorize my music so that I didn't have to look down at it so much during the concert because it's important to be able to watch Miss Skydema as she's conducting, make sure that I'm on the right track so I can keep the rest of my section on track while we're singing in, in concert. And for this concert in particular, it was important to kind of get used to the space because we, we usually sing here at Harrison, but for this concert we sang at the church in Marietta. So all of us had to kind of get used to our surroundings a little bit, which is why we had a rehearsal there a couple days before. I helped the choir prepare by just really making sure that my section knew what was going on and I, I helped out with the like treble choir people, like the trio people, helping them to make sure they knew what they were doing for our trio piece that we sang. <laughs> and yeah, just really like asking everyone how they were feeling about the concert, if they felt like they were ready. This concert always feels a little rushed for everyone. It's always like, it always kind of sneaks up on us because it's a little early in the year. So I really want to try to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. <laughs> I really love this program and I'm glad that I've been able to kind of find my family here. <laughs> Like, this is what I really love doing, and I definitely would recommend it for other people because it's so much fun, and everyone here is so nice. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Thank you, Sophie, Owen, and Blake for your interviews. I now have, like, a new view on Chorus, you know? It's a lot more um, that goes into it than what I usually think, you know, like, just sing a few songs and, you know, practicing here and there. But, you know, like, a lot more... Right. Levels. And, right. And going off of that, I also got to interview the teacher, Miss Skydema. She gives us a little inside look on what it's like placing students in her classes because she has like three classes. And we also get a little inside look on how she prepared for the concert. So let's take a look. So there are three choir classes at Harrison. So we have first period concert choir, second period select chorale, and third block is the Harrison Chamber Singers. Concert choirs are a non-auditioned 9th through 12th grade group. Select chorale is mostly 10th, through, 10th graders through seniors. 
and then the chamber singers are our most advanced ensemble. But we also have some small groups that rehearse outside of school. So we have a larger treble choir that's like 20 sopranos and altos that practice together. And then from that, there's a competition trio. And then we also have a tenor bass choir that rehearses after school. And then within that, there's a competition quartet that's part of that group as well. Uh, it's a little bit different every day. Uh, when we're preparing for a concert, we kind of go through the same cycle of things every day. We go through announcements and talk about all the upcoming events that are going on. We do a cycle of warm-up activities. Students practice their sight reading skills, so they'll see a piece of music for the first time and sing it uh, with about 30 to 45 seconds of practice. It's really helpful when we're learning how to sight read that we transfer those skills over to our music. So um, then we'll start actually working on real actual pieces of music that we're preparing for our concert. So we take those skills that we learned from sight singing the music uh, and apply it to those new pieces and prepare them for performance. For me, I've been in choir since I was in third or fourth grade, and over the years, the meaning and the reason why I do it has changed a lot, but and depending on different phases of my life, like if I'm more about the performing side or if I'm more about the teaching side of things, um, but I really think that right now, choir, to me and my students, is just a sharing experience uh, the music is beautiful and learning how to sing and be a really talented individual musician is awesome and it's so cool to watch students get that experience and grow and progress as musicians but it's partly about what the students share with each other. When you're in such a vulnerable musical setting it becomes a lot easier for you to share and open up with other students in your class. Even if it's people that you wouldn't necessarily normally be best friends with, you're having to contribute to this music together using an instrument that's a part of your physical body, which is a little bit scary because if something is, if you feel like something is wrong with your instrument, it's very personal because it's about you. So those students get very comfortable with each other very quickly and are able to like help and care for each other whenever they need it. Um, and coming off of the concert last night, the other sharing kind of thing that we do is um, in a concert, the thing that is always the most beautiful part of a concert to me is hearing afterwards about audience members who were like deeply touched by a particular piece of music or by something that happened. We actually were just talking in this first period class about a woman who knows someone who knows someone who was at the concert who saw a video posted on Facebook last night and uh, she was saying that her son had passed away a little over a year ago and this week is the anniversary of his passing and she saw a video of our treble choir performing their piece and um, it just was like a really healing experience for her and she like downloaded that recording and now like is keeping it and using that as like a, it was just like an emotionally healing thing for her. And I know that happens on almost every concert. There's always somebody in the audience who needs the music more than even like myself or the students need it. It's a really special thing that we get to provide for the audience and that we also provide for each other. Thank you so much, Ms. Skydema. That was like definitely one of my fave interviews out of all the four, especially um, the part that stuck with me the most was the mom in the concert, you know, around that time. Oh, yeah. That was one of my faves. Like I have, like I said earlier, like a new outlook. It's like just right. so much more interesting um, about like what music can 
do for people it's very know? sweet it's 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 really sweet how she talks about how it, you know she doesn't do it for herself she does it for other people and she loves mm-hmm. that she can touch people and people's that she's hearts. able yeah and that she's able to like make people see that music can be a beautiful thing and i think that's so sweet right okay jackson what are your opinions i love the interview so much that's yeah because when we were like recording it like in her office the office was really oh, comfortable her office is so great so cool. it was like so interesting if you've right. never been in there make it your mission to go in to there, go and see that misguided miss room just yeah. barge in just, right <laughs> oh. no 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 we do not condone just barging in and, the teacher's class and then like piano like he was um a student was oh yeah the guy was playing the piano mm-hmm that place yeah. is great definitely i love one of my faves room. you should you should definitely go i know like so inspirational like no matter like what your interests are like not even singing but like in general so if you don't know what um chorus is it's an elective class there are three levels concert chorale and chamber so um i'm a part of chorale which is our second period uh concerts first period chambers third period what i know is that you audition to get in second and third period anyone can be in first period and there's also a couple after school things that they do so jackson yes uh they have two after school clubs they have uh tenor choir and treble choir both of which anybody can participate in and they just do it for fun it's just a fun little thing they do after school yeah thank you again for everyone who we interviewed i just wanted to say it was so interesting learning more about chorus and seeing how miss skydama really loves her job and you know getting an inside look okay guys make sure to keep a lookout because there is another concert choir coming up in december So make sure you stay tuned for that. And don't forget to tune in for next week's show. I'm Abby Paul. I'm Aaliyah. I'm Jackson. I'm Caleb Royster. (laughs) Bye, Bye, Hoyas.